702. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. Hi, Adam. What about the UK punch-up with the, the guys at a, at a clear the air meeting? This sounds amazing. I don't know if that clears the air or not, does it? Having a bit of a punch-up <laughs> in political circles. But, uh, yeah, they've been in somewhat uh, a bit of turmoil of late as the UK Independence Party. Remember the leader, Diane James, resigned after just 18 days, and it turned out she hadn't done the paperwork, so actually Nigel Farage was still technically the leader anyway. So leadership contender Stephen Wolfe to take over full-time. He is still in hospital. He's due to be released today. At one stage, though, he had life-threatening injuries because it appears that he had a, quote, altercation, <laughs> I think, or or as another source put it, a rumbustuous argument. He had a dust-up with a fellow UKIP politician, basically. They started knocking six bells out of each other, and unfortunately, Mr. Wolf banged his head on maybe a railing or a wall or something in the course of this. Everything fine. They all went back into the European Parliament building in Strasbourg, but then Stephen Wolf basically collapsed, had a couple of seizures, bleeding in the head, a brain scan. At one stage, life-threatening injuries. It's, he's fine now. And, uh, I mean, we complain about a lack of passion in politics. But also, here's the thing. Stephen Wolfe got lamped by a fellow UKIP politician called Mike Hookham. (laughs) There's a clue in the name, isn't there? Indeed. What's the story of fracking? That's all gone very quiet because of the oil price. Yes, one of those things, isn't it, with fracking? That, I mean, around the world, people look at this because, it, particularly when your your oil or your gas get hard to get, so you have to start going after it. And fracking is one of those where you go after the gas, pump stuff in, get it out. But it's very controversial because of the reports again from around the world of tremors and earthquakes and the scouring of the land that it causes. And in this country, huge campaign against it, huge local petition against it. The county council in Lancashire said, "No, we don't want that." The government has over turned that and said yep we're going to give it a go so fracking has been given the go-ahead at two sites Uh, it won't stop the campaign against it of course um but also the government's argument on this was it's in the national interest yeah the point is the jury's still out on that so i guess we'll see we'll see indeed and speaking of controversial issues heathrow will it finally be expanded this has been going on for decades Oh, yeah, I think you're 40 years, I'd say, at least. Um, Yeah, this is another story full of hot air and possibly a dust-up or two along the way as well uh, because it looks like Heathrow Airport is finally, as you say, after about four decades, going to get the go-ahead to build a third runway and therefore a couple of local villages will get squashed and some people will get forcibly moved and there's this whole argument then also about pollution levels. Well, there's two things with this really interesting. Number one, when they take the European Union sample, because because our cars, lorries and buses are all much lower emitting than they used to be, when they take the air sample, it doesn't really matter what air traffic does because road traffic has already turned down its pollution so they can do what they like. And number two, according to the Kyoto Climate Change Agreement, airline companies can offset their emissions and they don't even have to necessarily do all the exact sums. In other words, plant a few fir trees at the end of the runway and all is right with the world. <laughs> we'll be talking about this in 10 years' time, I promise you. Thanks, Adam.